0: Always Aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast.
1: All right, another edition here of Always Aggravated. Uh, We are all back together off a a crisp vacation. I know, Roberto, you took a few days. Beautiful. So, Sully, you've got a riff on people want the worst franchise in sports back. Yep. You've got kind of a play on that because you wanted to try to better it, do a couple of them. But we are going to bring that back. And then Roberto... Hey, look, I left my phone on. We are, look, we have a topic that you are obsessed with because you have a number of these unbelievable questions regarding travel and coronavirus. So we'll get to
2: that second. Yes,
1: but Sully, I want you to begin well, with but, your your delight.
2: But first, though, Mike, can you at least update the people? Were you able to go 24 hours without your phone on vacation?
0: <laughs> oh hell no! Of course, <laughs> not yeah, was right. the
1: longest the longest I went was probably six hours tops. Because mm. I can't lie, I was reading about baseball so much in preparation for my fantasy baseball draft.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I figured it couldn't be uh, definitely 24 hours. No way. Mm-hmm. But we were right though. Yeah. Uh. So no, glad you had a good vacation. But what I wanted to bring up, and David, you know how we were talking about getting some more suggestions for the worst franchises in sports? Yes. And we were. So we had that on Instagram. Make sure you follow that, at Veleny Podcast on Instagram. Getting a lot of suggestions on there currently. But I came across an article. This is on Bro Bible, And it was perfect because it fits. It's exactly the same type of thing that we do with the worst franchises, except it's a little different twist. It's a list of four. And here's the headline. What's the most perpetually frustrated team in every single league? No one has it harder than these fan bases. Mm. So they're going through all four major sports and listing the one most perpetually frustrating team in every single league. So I wanted to at least run through these and take a look See, I guesses. like this.
1: This at least lines us up. It's almost like a kickoff to us diving back into the individual mm-hmm. way of doing this. I'm, I'm down with this. Yep. But all I ask is, I need you to start with the sport that I care least about. Okay. <laughs> that way we can build to a crescendo of emotion. You got to start with the NHL.
2: Yep. Okay. And just for the brief criteria, the teams who have been the New York Islanders so frustrating next. to cheer for over the years that they should be held accountable for dips in the emotional well being of their fans. Okay. So, NHL guesses. You said the Islanders, right?
3: No, I was just being facetious. I'm, guess- <laughs> I'm guessing the Maple Leafs.
1: Okay, David took my choice. I think, oh. I think David's right here because the Leafs, they can have some good seasons, but we all know how it's going to end. Yes, exactly. And that is the New York of Canada. That is the most, you know, Americanized, you know, big city, big market. And they just, what, what, what they haven't got it done since, what is it, 67? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. I mean, I, to me, I'd be more frustrated at that than just, you know, like the Red Wings right now are such horrific garbage. You just don't watch them.
2: So the correct answer, a member of the NHL's original six, the Toronto Maple Leafs. You guys are absolutely right. Leafs are one of the league's most popular and storied teams, which makes it easy to forget, unless you're a Leafs fan, that they haven't hosted a Stanley Cup since 1967. Toronto is still one of the most desirable, yet difficult, places to play in the NHL over the course of the Leafs' 50-plus year drought. Some of the, name, the game's biggest names
0: have played there, but they're still one of the most frustrating teams. <laughs> Tells you how out of it I am. If you were to ask me, the Toronto Maple Leafs, they've won a lot of championships. I'd be like, oh, yeah, i sure. in the last 10 years, right? I mean, they <laughs> yeah.
3: have no idea.
0: <laughs> no. But What about that line right there, though? Towing the line
2: between a very desirable place to play because of, I don't know, the history, Hockey Hall of Fame, whatever, Canada, yeah. but also one of the most difficult because of they just don't
3: win. Yeah, the pressure there to win is enormous because it's been so long. And it's Canada. How can you not win in Canada?
1: Because Canadian t- – well, there's, there are reasons the Canadian teams don't win. I mean, yes. look, the exchange rate, the taxes, the lifestyle. Correct. You know, having to wait six months for an MRI. You get my point. But, like, do Toronto – like, I've gotten to go to a game there on a Saturday night. I don't know where else you'd want to play. I know that Montreal is viewed as super, super special, but there is the language barrier there. Yes, it's Franglish and there's dual language, mm-hmm. but like Montreal, very, very, you know, Francophone. They they want French-speaking players. They want there is that element there, man. And I, that's not a place I don't I I don't know that I would love playing there. Ottawa, you're in the middle of freaking nowhere. I don't want to play there. Yep. You know, Calgary and Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton and I I again, uh, enjoy Vancouver's a different deal. Yes. See Vancouver, and I've been there. What a city. I mean, Toronto and Vancouver are fabulous. Mm-hmm. They're totally different, but they're fabulous. Now, Vancouver's one, they have no excuse. Yeah. That is like the la of canada yeah and right. the weather's amazing and the, the 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 scenery and the geography and the city itself that's when the, toronto and vancouver have excuses montreal is like the, the 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 guy who wears his varsity jacket when he's 40 <laughs> like they're 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 the michigan football of hockey where like their their past is what's trying to get them yeah. home montreal is not for everybody mm-hmm. well that, and I, lo- I love the city but Montreal is not for everybody because of it's. You feel like you're in Europe. It's a totally different deal. Mm.
2: Well, and one more note on Toronto. I know we. Had, I think it was a couple weeks ago. We had jokingly on the main show talked about, hey, what if you're doing sports radio down in Houston right now and you had all the Astro stuff and you had Texans, you had Bill O'Brien, whatever yes. topics, but not getting over the hump. This line in the article is talking about Toronto. It says seriously. If you need something to do, go stream a Toronto sports radio station and you'll get to hear firsthand gripes from people who may very well be the most frustrated fans in all of sports. Mm. I can't imagine the passion in Toronto sports radio for sure.
1: Yeah, and again, thank God the Raptors got it done because right. otherwise, it, it, that's the one thing. You know, We talk about Stafford locally, how good Matthew Stafford has it is that in Detroit, look, we're a big sports town. Mm-hmm. We're a great sports town, but it's not... You don't have 60 microphones in your face after a game. You know, it's not New York, not, it's not Chicago, um, it's not Boston. You kind of get away from it and, and you live a fairly normal life. Man, you play in Toronto, you're, you're at the absolute laser point. Everything is about that. right? The national media, the local media, it's all there every game and that pressure cooker it's why a lot of
3: guys don't want to play for the yankees see but that's why i think that is not a good thing that the raptors won because i think that puts more More pressure pressure on on the maple Leafs. yeah yeah Yeah, you know what you're you're
1: probably right but no you got to be programmed a certain way to want to play there yeah toronto for with the the maple leafs are the yankees the yankees are the maple Leafs. so the yankees actually win stuff yeah. Although not this decade, because the Astros are cheating scumbags. Okay, let's go to the next <laughs> one, please. Well,
2: is, do you want to transition into the MLB then after that, yeah. or, or the, another Yeah, because okay. I,
1: I have a guess, but I want to I want to see if David steals mine again and goes for
2: two. <laughs> I want
1: I like this. Let's
2: get Roberto's wow. guess uh, for MLB first.
1: Roberto, can you name ten baseball teams? <laughs> um, who would I think would be the worst? The most no, frust- it's not the yeah. worst. The, the most perpetually. frustrating perpetually, which could be the worst but isn't exclusive to being worse. That's why I like this list. That's frustrating. Mets. You know what? Good guess. I got to tell you something, Roberto. You're impressed. No, we, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually mortified we have the same guess. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow. I am going with the New York yeah.
3: Metropolitans, David. I was just gonna guess the Cardinals, but that's probably not even real because they won recently. Yeah, so. if
1: you're frustrated being a Cardinal fan, you're kind of <laughs> right. dope. Yeah. Um, I just look the Mets. They play in New York. You're a redheaded stepchild. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a shit about you. Your ballpark's in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. uh, out near LaGuardia. It, 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 they have the money, but their owners are cheap because the the, the Will Ponds got ripped off, and I think it was the uh, Bernie Madoff scheme. You had a billionaire wanted to buy your team, but yep. then the Willpons got greedy, so the billionaire Steve Cohen decided to pull his bid. Yep. You have some good players, but yet it never works. And I, I, yep. look, the Mets to me, it would be absolute psychological torture to be a Mets fan.
2: <laughs> so the team for most perpetually frustrating—maybe this surprises you guys because no, it's definitely not the worst team in the league, but. The most perpetually frustrating team, Major League Baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, all right. Man. Now, oh, now, here's why. That, here's why, the though. So with the criteria, times. the Dodgers have been one of the most consistently solid teams in yeah. baseball for the last few years, but have a serious inability to get over the hump and win their first World Series since 1988. And as if the team's troubles meeting lofty expectations weren't frustrating enough, the Dodgers have also found themselves on the losing end. Of the Astros cheating scandal, which makes being a Dodgers fan even (laughs) more perpetually frustrating. Yeah, that's a good
1: one. And you know what I'd add to it? Having the most dominant left-handed pitcher in the sport turn into a pumpkin every goddamn postseason. Clayton Kershaw's postseasons are something to behold. That would frustrate me, too, because you're like, wait, you're awesome. We're awesome. We're here. Now, you combine that with the Astros cheating, that... Cause I tell you, Dodgers a good call,
2: and it's a perfect example of the list. Though it's not in any way the worst team. Yes, no, not no, even close.
1: Y- you know another but. one who who always frustrated me? It'd be the Mariners. For years, the Mariners yep. with Pinella and Ichiro and Ken Griffey Jr. Edgar and Martinez. Randy Johnson, Edgar Martinez. I mean, they had stars. They had yeah. some of the best players in the game. And it was even the 2001 season when they won. What was it, 116 games? Yes. Mm-hmm. Still couldn't get it done. You know. Then you build a ballpark that's way too big. It's got a stupid train in the background, which I can't stand. <laughs> and and you, then you get more new stars, and you're like, all right, yep. like King Felix and they they just can't put it together and i seattle's a great town it's it's you've got talent you've got money that that's what frustrates me like if you're a miami marlins fan you know your your former owner was a dirtbag you know that you built the city you know that no one really even wanted the team there there are no fans and they're dirt cheap like i don't even know how you can get upset anymore it's like just until somebody buys the team that you care about but, like, man, if you're a Mariner fan and you've been sitting there for years and you've seen some of the great teams, and how many guys got to go to Cooperstown before we get a World Series? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's just me.
2: Yeah. No, and that's, I think there's a mo- several different answers you could list for either of these, but it's just a matter of, for sure, the most frustrating. And I think the Kershaw stuff directly factors into that i mean my god he's been incredible for the dodgers but chokes every big game this
1: is kind of interrupting but i've been tapped on my leg and roberto has to run to the bathroom so (laughs) while roberto hey are you tired of that feeling no listen it's simple if you're like me and you get on air at two o'clock you're starting to fade i crush a five hour before every damn show it's fact mike and david am i am i am i bsing no it's true Nope, i slam it rock and roll And guess what? Research shows that over 70% of us, that you just like me. You hit that wall after lunch, five-hour energy shot, leap over the wall instead of crashing into it. No sugar, four calories, convenient, portable, and it gets you back to
2: work. It's five-hour energy. Energy on the go. Okay, next one. NFL or NBA? Which one do you want? Let's leave the NBA for last. Okay. Right. Or, or, okay. Or, or,
1: no, no, no. I mean the NFL for last. Okay. I mean, David's such a huge NFL guy. Yeah. I feel like we owe it to David. <laughs> um, I can't, I'm excited for your NBA guesses. Okay. I'm going to let David go first here because there's no way Roberto is <laughs> going to have a guess I agree with for the NBA.
3: Roberto mm-hmm. hasn't watched 10 minutes of basketball in a decade. See, but now I'm trying to sit here and think that I don't want to take yours again, Mike. So I'm really trying to think here. I might have done it again. I'm going to say the Philadelphia 76ers.
2: It's most frustrating. Mm, it's most
0: frustrating. Roberto? Mm. Pistons.
2: <laughs> well, it's not a terrible doubt. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> they still won a championship in 04. That's forever ago oh, now.
1: Yeah,
0: how long was that?
1: I was going to say the Indiana Pacers. Ooh. Because the Pacers are always good. They're just rarely great. And they, <laughs> were, they were great. Late 90s, early 2000s. Got to the finals. Yep. Got, got assassinated by the Lakers. Yep. But, like, look at the Pacers now. You got Oladipo, and you got Miles Turner, and you got Sabonis, and you, you signed Brogdon, and you're good. You're a good basketball team. But you have absolutely 100% zero chance to win these Zero. Mm. <laughs> and you will never win the East unless somehow, some way, you strike gold and find another piece. And that's the story of the Pacers. Even yeah, it is. Go back in the 90s. Pacers and Knicks mm-hmm. and Pacers and Bulls. and pa- Pacers were always good, but they couldn't get home. Yep. They couldn't get home. I would be so frustrated by that. It's more frustrating than if a team just sucks. Because, again, it's like, it's like the Mets or it's like Seattle. Look at how many really good Pacer players there were. Yeah. And, and whether, it was, whether it was, again, the Pacers of my youth with Mark Jackson... They had Jalen Rose, they yep. had Reggie Miller, they had the Duncan Dutchman, Rick Smits. they had uh the, the Davis Twins. Yep. They they had it all, right? They had Chuck Person, the rifleman. Then you go into, yeah, your your championship team or near championship team. Then you go into what was the Indiana Pacers that were deconstructed by the Palace Malice. Yeah. Where you had, you know, Wacko Jacko <laughs> and you had Jermaine O'Neal. You I mean you had you had players. It was a really good basketball team. Ron Artest before he lost his mind. right? <laughs> like, it was all there. And then, look, they, they kind of rebuilt the yep. thing back up, and they're really good now,
3: but they're just never going to get there. I mean, just think about the early 2000s when they made the finals. They were supposed to be the it team, and then the Pistons come in out of nowhere, pass them up and go to six straight Eastern Conference finals and win a, couple, win a championship, and they just pass them up. Indiana was nowhere yep. to be found after that.
2: Correct answer most perpetually frustrating team in the NBA is none other than the New York Knicks. How can a team that plays at Madison square garden, the most famous arena in the world and one that lays directly in the heart of the expansive area that is New York city. Be such a mess? <laughs> starters, <laughs> shitty management, all franchises go through rebuilding periods, but the Knicks seem to hit the reset button regularly Every few years, and they have not won a championship since 1973. All right. They have been profiled, chronicled, if you will, on our
1: shittiest franchises in Pro Sports. Yep. I'm not going to argue the frustration right. level, but in many years the Knicks are so bad you just don't pay attention. Yeah, I don't know. You vibe out. You're just like, I'm not bothering. With the pace, like how how do you vibe out on the Pacers when you're winning 50 games a year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You gotta be emotionally vested. But I I get it. I do. I think probably I put a little more stock in being good but not great over the long term gets very frustrating when you never get it done. (laughs) I mean, the Knicks, you're right. I mean, like look at at a year ago. Everybody thought KD would go there, put another star with them. You know, they were going to draft a a nice player, maybe get Zion, Mm -hmm. maybe get Ja Morant. You end up with R.J. Barrett. And then, look, they went hog wild this summer, signing every, like, C-list actor you could get your hands on, like the Julius Randles of the world and and Mook and some of these guys. And you're like, why are they doing this? Mm. Then they have the embarrassing press conference. Then they put a bullet in Fizdale. Then they go out and fire their management. Now what? You're going to get another high pick, but you don't have any chance to be a player in the free agent market. Like, yeah, and I'll be honest, if people have never been to Madison Square Garden, you should go. It is special. I know, I know, people get all pissed when you celebrate something New York. But no, it is the Mecca. It is the center of the universe. You play there, you feel like it's a big game. It could be a Tuesday night against the damn Hornets. It's,
0: it's, it just feels mm. like a, a special place. I saw a Kiss at Madison Square Garden. It was unbelievable. What year is that? 1996. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> You'd
1: like Madison Square Garden better now? Well, yeah, it's totally different. right? Have they put work into yeah. that? Kiss in '90. Take me to 1996. <laughs> it's the year Tupac died.
0: <laughs> what were you? Yes, yeah, 90- so it was that. It was that summer too. How old so were it would have been. Uh, it would have been June of '96. How old were you? 16. How were you in New York City at 16? My mother lives in New Jersey, so you were visiting. I was out there visiting, and my stepdad was cool enough to grab a couple tickets so mm. you like the step down we drove into manhattan and it was great so let me tell you something <laughs> mm. <laughs> when you're 16 when you're 16 yeah. mm, you don't want to see another guy in your kitchen <laughs> You don't understand oh, that was years after that you we're don't want to understand <laughs> you
1: don't know what we're t- <laughs> talking about you gotta go back to some previous podcasts <laughs> let me tell you something Alright, that's it. So Let's get back on track. <laughs> when your stepdad
0: buys you kiss tickets, mm. Some other dude. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Alright.
2: <laughs> okay, NBA, that was a good one. though. I mean, it's a terrible team, but sir, frustrating absolutely. <laughs> on to the NFL though, the last one of the four. Who do you think, perpetually, fan base wise, <laughs> the most frustrating team to be a fan of in the National Football League? Lions.
3: David. Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, stop. Ben Roethlisberger comes in, wins two, and then we haven't won since. What is going on here?
1: Most frustrating. All right, Mike, can you at least tell me if this is going to be a team that is good but never great, or is this a team that is swimming in the bowl?
2: Yeah, let me give you a hint. Um, It's... Crazy as it sounds, it's kind of a combination of both. So they just ended a huge playoff drought. This team was in the playoffs this year. Buffalo Bills. Yep, exactly.
0: Uh Ah!
1: Yeah. That's a good one. You know what? Think about, in today's terms, how hard it is to just get to one Super Bowl. Yep. Now imagine going to four straight.
2: That frustration's what they mentioned, And
1: never winning it. Four straight. And you lost every, and in every imaginable way. Right. From... Missing a field goal against the Giants to not showing up for the game, and Thurman Thomas doesn't know where his helmet is against the Redskins Mm -hmm. to the Cowboys having their own personal pleasure party at your cost twice. Like, (laughs) yeah, but then, but then the Motors, the Motor City, the Music City miracle. Yes. Okay. You were victimized by that. Then a 20 year drought where you don't even get playoff football. Then you get in two years ago. And you couldn't score in a morgue. Then you get in here, (laughs) you're up huge. 16 points. Mm -hmm. You're dominating, and you blow the entire thing and lose to a bad Houston Texans team. You know what? Then factor in you live in one of the most god awful cities in the United States of America. Yep. They call Buffalo the all American city. My ass. Buffalo sucks. I hate Buffalo. You know, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's not Buffalo's brutal. It makes Detroit look like uh, Bora Bora. Yeah, a lot of snow. Dude, you it, get I remember driving home one year for Christmas. And when you get on you get on I-90 in New York State and you, you know, you cross into Buffalo. You can go through Lewiston, you can go through um Niagara Falls, you can go through I think it's good, what is it called? The Blue Water or Peace Bridge, whatever the hell it is. I get them all twisted around. I've done it so much. But you go into Buffalo. Roberto, I remember one year driving. there. They had been hit by so much snow that it had been plowed on the highway to a point that it was covering the highway signs. Wow. That you were only seeing the top of the sign. You couldn't read anything on it because it was covered in this mountainous snow pile.
0: Reminds you like The Shining.
1: Dude, <laughs> you know I mean, I tell you, yeah, yeah. Go to Scared. downtown Buffalo at night. It's the shining, all right. There ain't nobody around. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Some creepy person could just jump out. You Plus, set them up, Lloyd. I'll
2: knock them back. <laughs> Plus,
1: listen, great chicken wings are made everywhere, so Buffalo can't act like they got right, the market cornered. Right, right. You know what they're famous for? The only redeeming thing about Buffalo, I know we're way away from football, the only redeeming thing. You ever have a beef on wick? No. No. It's like their version of a French dip. Mm. <sighs> But it's on
0: this caraway
1: seed and sea salt. I love that.
0: And it's got crispy
1: salt on the top
3: of it. I'm the only guy I know that likes caraway seeds in their bread. Ah, and mm. it's got crispy seesaw crystals. Oh, I had some one time, and you were like, I'm What is make you, that? You like caraway seeds? I'm like, What is that? I, just, I was uh, just eating. I, I just won't need a,
0: a corned beef sandwich unless it has it on it. I there. just need to throw
1: that out there for you. Other than that, Buffalo blows. So, yeah, yeah the Bills worked for me. I don't have a problem with that. Well, and they, that.
2: they said, you know, for handing out the most frustrating team accolades, I know some would argue that the runaway winner or loser should be the Cleveland Browns. Now, there's definitely an argument for the Browns, but the deciding factors, the number of times the Bills have been able to come within striking distance of success and still come up short, which is arguably more frustrating.
3: And they have no stadium, so.
2: Yeah. And yeah, I mean, the playoff drought, 17 seasons that just ended, and they had their hearts ripped out in the AFC wildcard game, you know, against the Texans. So I think all that
0: factors into it. How about this? Just really quick. This will just take a second. You can put all the major sports teams in there. What jersey or jacket a team, what team would you be most embarrassed to wear? Lions. <laughs> Lions. Browns.
1: No, I mean, like, honestly, the Probably Lions, jets. you just, you just Lions. look
0: like a loser. Like, <laughs> like, call it what it is. It's just so, it's so associated well, no, with and, losing. Right? And
1: the logo is just so yeah. shitty. Like, Bubbles the Lion is such a loser. <laughs> and then they redid it, and it's like... Honestly, like at least least the Buffalo Bills old school. Like they threw a cock on the thing. Like you know, the old Buffalo Bill had a penis. Like honestly, I know, but that's what got me thinking. Like if Bubbles the Lion, you would wear anything Buffalo Bill. You got to put an absolute wrench on that guy. Throw that on the helmet. Like if you're gonna lose, lose with some (laughs) dignity. Like damn,
3: Bubbles has got a pipe. But I'm a fan of the old 1960s, 60ish Detroit Lions logo with the stripe and then that lion. That's better. They should always well, go with that.
2: But Bills wearing Bill's stuff has character, too, because Bill's Mafia is so huge right now. So there's at least yeah. that fan base type thing. Where can wear. I,
1: I guess I'm crazy. I don't mind the logo they redesigned when I was a kid, and I don't mind the retro logo. I think Buffalo's got two really nice logos. I dig them. Now, the Browns, you know what their problem is? They don't have a logo. They don't. It should be illegal to not have a picture on a helmet. Yeah, like Penn weird. State and the Browns, both out. Get out. Come up with a logo or you shouldn't be allowed to play football anymore.
3: They should have a toilet seat as a logo. <laughs>
1: well, or, or you got to at least put numbers on the helmet. You got to do what Alabama does. You got to do something. Now, the Steelers are grandfathered in. They have no logo on one side. Correct. No logo on the other. I'll live with that. They created it. It actually looks cool. I dig it. But I don't know how a football team – like, if you're a Cleveland Brown fan, remember we joked around before the season? I talked about, like, you know, me and David screwing around with Baker Mayfield. And, mm-hmm. Dude, go try to find Brown's gear. Yeah. Like you know your team is shitty when it just says Browns <laughs> on the hat. Yeah. We don't have a fucking logo. It says fr- or or all that's on the hat is the football helmet with you guessed it, no logo. <laughs> or you go to like the D list gear and it's got this creepy little elf, yeah, that, that, elf. That, that the Browns try to trot <laughs> out there. Have you
2: seen that, Mike? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean it's i I would be more embarrassed to wear Browns gear off of anything though. Because I think that just speaks to just being a looser team that never wins.
3: Oh No, I say, I say Jets because they have the history, but they've done nothing since Joe Namath. So that has to be embarrassing just That's to funny wear if, that logo. It's
2: funny you say that. Back when I worked at the Nike store, David, um, mm. you, you, we would have access to like, employee obviously, I pricing. at the Nike yes. store. So we'd have employee pricing. And I remember I bought, um, because it was so cheap, they, had, they must have had a ton of surplus. New York Jets athletic shorts that were like four bucks, and they reta- any other team retailed like you know thirty bucks or whatever it was. But they had to mark it down just because no one was buying.
3: No one stuff. wanted it.
0: So I, I do to this day have a pair of Jets shorts. All right, everybody. The Black Keys are hitting the road with their Let's Rock Summer Tour, and they are coming to DTE Energy Music Theater on July 26th. Tickets start at only $29.50 and go on sale Friday, February 28th at 10 a.m. Tickets can be purchased at LiveNation.com, 313Presents.com, and Ticketmaster. The Black Keys have mastered the form of guitar-based music and have the catalog of hits to showcase their style. Gold on the ceiling, set you free, Lonely Boy, You're the One. Great songs, great band, one night. The Black Keys at DTE Energy Music Theater, July 26. You will want to be there. The Black Keys Let's Rock Summer Tour with special guest Gary Clark Jr. and the Marcus King Band comes to DTE Energy Music Theater with tickets starting at 29 50 Tickets available at LiveNation.com, 313Presents.com, and Ticketmaster. The Black Keys, July 26th. DTE energy music theater you are obsessed that i went away on vacation
1: and and you're like bro i gotta ask you all these questions about coronavirus and i'm like i didn't think about it what what do you want
0: no because you know travel air travel is a big thing right now with this thing and people are you know not being allowed to fly and you're putting on you're putting on lists and
1: only not allowed to fly to china or now areas where it's it's happened You know what didn't reside where I traveled for vacation? No reported cases of coronavirus.
0: I just worry about being in an airport, you know what I mean? So what do you want to ask me? Well, I was wondering, did you see anything? Were were people more...
1: I saw a couple people in masks. Yeah? I think they're idiots.
0: Well, yeah, I did read that... (laughs) the the most the the most non thing that you can't protect yourself from coronavirus is a is a face mask. That's my whole. It point. It does nothing.
1: That's my whole point. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Right. It's right. not like I scheduled a vacation to Wuhan, China. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> a face mask ain't going to save me. David said he would go there and not even be scared.
1: I sure would. <laughs> Bullshit. My whole point is, listen. I, I, lit. And Roberto, there's no reason for me to lie to you. I didn't think about it once not in the airport believe it. not
3: in the airplane none of it so when someone coughed on the airplane you didn't think i wonder what no. they have or if they have it no why would i i don't know I, would... I don't think
1: about it now and i and the cdc came out yesterday saying well you need to be prepared it's not a matter of if but when and there's 54 cases in the u.s right. and i think nine people have passed away is that is that correct Yep. look I understand it's scary, but I think people lose context where it's like, hey, we can be concerned about this one thing. But the reality says hundreds of thousands of people die every day. Yes. Every day. I could walk outside and get hit by a bus. I, I could I could go to a movie and get shot and killed. Like, that seems to be something this country is an issue with. <laughs> right. I'm not going to sit there. And fucking worry. There are perfectly healthy people that are going to go to the doctor today and receive a stage 4 cancer diagnosis that they had no way of knowing, had no side effects, didn't know. And you know what? They're dead. So, like, people like Roberto, like, trip me out. It's like, what do you want me to do? No, I wouldn't exactly book a flight to Naples, Italy right now, okay? (laughs) Probably not going to go where I
0: know there's an outbreak. but. Like, okay. No, and there really is. What I read from the CDC, there's, there's really nothing. The only thing you can do is is wash your hands. That's 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 right. what they tell and you. There's only also, thing you can do. That's all the time,
3: though, I know. right? For everything. When I ask
1: a question, and, and again, like in today's society, you're not allowed to ask a question without being accused of being provocative or mm-hmm. hot takey. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But isn't the mortality rate of coronavirus 3%? And the, uh, and the yes. flu is like 0.8 percent. Yeah, uh, yes. Like OK. Is it wrong that I still look at it and I go, OK, while it is no this is bad all around and certainly you don't want anyone to die from anything. It's not like you're flipping a coin on your life. Then you have to factor in that, like a lot of the fatalities happening. It happened early on in China. You know, pop-up hospitals. I'm going, geez, I'd like to believe with the medical care we have in our country. That, and, and certainly we're preparing. I don't know about declaring San Francisco a state of emergency when they don't. What was it? I, I read the mayor called a state of emergency so they could prepare better yeah. even though they don't have an outbreak there. Yes. Is that correct? Correct. Like, I don't know. Like, so, Roberto, what are you going to do? Stay in your house?
0: Well, I usually do that anyway. Well, but... Oh, perfect. But, you know, that reminds me, though, the last, the last time I went to the doctor like a month ago, two questions I never got asked before was, one was, have you been outside of the country in the last 30 days? That happens at
3: every doctor's appointment.
0: I never asked, and I haven't been. The second one I was asked this was, am I currently or have I in the past ever been involved in human trafficking, a victim of human trafficking?
3: That's just new in today's society. Yeah, I mean, that's just With, crazy. You know what I day mean? Day. I was like, wow. That's so crazy. So you're you know freaked out I mean? about
2: this? Just completely worried.
3: Um,
0: well, I like how, like, David showed me the other day that the, the, you know, the Clorox wipes that we have, and, you know, everyone has Hold those.
3: On. Hold on. You're saying David showed you. I am not the authority <laughs> here. I'm just been researching some
0: things, okay? he showed me on the back of the Clorox
3: wipes that it does say prevents. It kills coronavirus. coronavirus. Human coronavirus is what right. it says. Which, out of nowhere, now it wants to say that on the back of this cleaning thing here it's never said it before all of a sudden oh come on I, it's, it's got my mind going that's it's all. a
0: marketing ploy yeah okay <laughs> i'm sure ridiculous. i don't know man i mean i just i know but there's always something this is mm-hmm. like the fifth one now of like it was SARS, and then it was... what bird flu. The, right, right. So I know this is just a new thing, and it's going to come and go. Hopefully, well, I, I fingers know. crossed.
1: Well, I, I don't know. I I just I mentioned it yesterday. I, obviously, you take things seriously, but I didn't understand the CDC striking fear in the hearts of everyone. It's yep. like, I, I, again, 54 cases in a country with 330, 340 million people. Clearly, we, we are going to have the number grow. Clearly, there will be some fatalities, but I I just – I don't know that I was ready for the CDC to go out, tank the stock market, and throw people into a total panic. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's easy to get. It's got a 3% mortality rate. None of this is good. But I'm not ready to freak out yet until you start to
0: see – I don't know. Like, what number would it take to scare you? In, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, think about it too, though. Why is this? Why is this worse than these beef recalls and all these, you know, E. coli? Right, right. Yeah. All that stuff where it's like millions of pounds are
3: recalled, yeah. and you know, you constantly have to check dates and where you got it. See, and, but here's the problem that I have in today's society when we have our phones. We have so much information we could find on our phones within a second. You had the CDC come out with that statement, and then shortly after, a U.S. official said, no, we have everything under control. What am I supposed to believe? Yeah. Am I supposed to believe that it's fine or it's not fine? Well, you know, That's the problem we, that I have.
0: You always know with looking up illnesses like on the web, like you'll get the answer that you want, either yes. whether it's right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, you will be told what you want to hear in right. some way. So. I, just
1: for me, look, I'm following it, but I, I don't know. I mean, Sully, I I don't think about it. I, no. I, I guess I, I know there's a vaccine they're ready to test on humans. It's mm. a positive step, I, I would assume. Mm. When you throw the full weight of the world behind something, they'll get this under wraps. Who's I, making that money? I just choose not to panic. I, I choose not to freak out. I think our news sells us nothing but fear as it is. Yes, yes. I mean, to, uh, look, we, we've we've gone through things that are similar, not the same, and I think coronavirus is clearly worse. Like we went through SARS and mm-hmm. Mad Cow, yeah, and MERS, yeah. and none of it's good. And there'll always be something new. This definitely is different, right? So what's the what's
0: the the line for you would be what like 10, 10, that... 10 people
1: contracted in the Metro Detroit area? No, oh, if it was ten thousand, then you'd get my attention. Yeah. You'd be like, damn, this is really spreading. I'm going to go ahead and just stay in the house. Mm-hmm. I'll be broadcasting from a bunker. But, like,
0: I'm <laughs> just saying this could affect, you know, all types of gathering places. It can it, affect schools, campuses. But it's
3: not you know, here right now. Not yet. Not yet.
0: Uh, Roberto.
2: <laughs> I can't believe you're that worried about it.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Listen. You're not going to send your kids to school. You're not going to go up north. Uh, I'll just listen to what I'm told to do. Here we go. So a KISS has a concert.
0: Ah, You're not going to the KISS concert because you're afraid? Not because I'm afraid. I've already given them enough of my money over the years. (laughs) It's enough already.
3: The extortion ends now.